Welcome to In Social Work, the podcast series of the University at Buffalo School of Social Work at www.insocialwork.org. We're glad you could join us today. The purpose of In Social Work is to engage practitioners and researchers in lifelong learning and to promote research to practice and practice to research. We're In Social Work. Happy spring, everyone. Our downtown area is busy recuperating from hosting the first round of the NCAA's March Madness basketball tournament, and it is once again possible to park our cars and get a table at our wonderful restaurants. I'm Peter Sabota. In December of last year, two physicians in India barricaded and locked their 13-year-old maid in their apartment and left for their holiday in Thailand. While this is an extreme example, our guest for this podcast states that young girls are frequently trafficked from India's rural regions to its cities in order to be exploited by wealthy and middle-class families. In this episode, our guest, Sister Christy Mary, discusses her work within India's National Domestic Workers Movement. Sister Christy describes the background and mission of the program and the movement's role in organizing and empowering domestic workers. In discussing the movement's organizing and legislative achievements, Sister Christie outlines the power of a true movement, where the person who at one point was a client is now empowered to become the change agent in furthering the work of the successful human rights organization. Sister Christie Mary is the state coordinator of the National Domestic Workers Movement in Mumbai, India. Sister Christie was interviewed by our own Dr. Philomena Cretelli Associate Professor at the UB School of Social Work. This interview was recorded in February of 2014. I have the pleasure I'm speaking here with Sister Kristin Mary, who's in the National Domestic Workers Movement in Mumbai. So we're here with a Buffalo to Mumbai connection. And I had the privilege of visiting NDWM's office last October and felt it was just it's so important for people to hear about the wonderful work that is going on at NDWM. And we're really fortunate to have Sister Kristen Mary, Sister Christy, here to talk to us some about the marvelous work that she's doing with this organization. So could you please tell us some of the background of your organization, the National Domestic Workers Movement, some of its history and mission? Yeah, the, our organization called National Domestic Workers Movement was started in 1985 by Sister Jan Divos, a missionary from Belgium. It was um, in 1985, those times, there was um, the domestic workers had no voice, no face and no identity. And the domestic work was not recognized as work. So to give uh, recognition and to dignity to domestic work, uh, Sister Janti was started the movement listening to their stories. The mission of the movement is uh, to ensure justice, dignity and recognition to the domestic workers and to protect the rights of uh, child domestic workers. We uh, do this uh, uh, through different tasks. We organize the domestic workers. Uh, we mobilize them and we give them awareness on their rights and the, how they are exploited and their the, the condition of their work and the living and working condition. And uh, also we believe in um, enabling the domestic workers to participate in fighting for their rights. 
so we trained them and uh, we identified the leadership quality in them we make them leaders to lead the other fellow workers to motivate the domestic workers to participate in the in the struggle and in india there was no the existing labor laws have not included the domestic workers under the purview so we lobby with the government to pass minimum wage to provide social security and to protect them from exploitation and all kinds of slavery they are facing so we lobby with the government and we in this 25 years we have achieved many things like in in eight states we the government state governments have included the domestic work under the minimum wage schedule also in 2008 there was a social security act was passed in under which the domestic workers also were included and the provision of that act was that each state must uh set up a, a social security board to provide social security provision to the domestic workers so we also lobby with the state government to set up social welfare board and in some states already the uh, states have uh, set up social welfare board like maharashtra tamil nadu kerala andhra pradesh and jharkhand uh, the social welfare board is set up and uh, in eight states the minimum wage act was passed also in 2010 when ilo came out with convention international labor conference of decent work for domestic workers the indian government was not willing to support the convention so we intensely we lobbied with the government we organized campaign to support the ilo convention so at last the government also agreed to support and it voted in favor of ilo convention and in um, 2010 the government uh, introduced a bill to protect the women against the sexual harassment in working place and and uh, but it had uh, the bill had excluded the domestic workers from its purview but we we met uh, the parliamentarians the labor minister and the women and child uh, welfare minister and many uh, other bureaucrats lobbied with them to to include the domestic workers under the purview of this bill and also we had uh, taken the victims of uh, sexual harassment to in front of parliamentary committee to give evidence because of our uh, constant uh, campaign the government had included the domestic workers uh, also under the purview of the bill to protect women against sexual harassment in the working place now the bill is passed and it has become an act so we can see you work on many fronts i mean you've had some really important legislative victories in terms of you were saying like the domestic work wasn't recognized as work it wasn't even covered right by any of the labor protections and you've managed to get this you've brought it out into the public the institutional sphere that people are recognizing that these workers need to be protected and be covered by these various laws so it's amazing the breadth of the kinds of things that you you've achieved and i think another point that i'm hearing you say is that i think that's very special about your organization is that you're not just doing for you know you're actually doing broad based organizing of a whole variety of people 
So can you tell us a little bit more about how the organization got its start? I hear there was some very interesting and very pivotal things that went on that brought the issue of domestic workers to the public eye. Maybe you could tell us a little about that. The struggle of domestic workers uh, are not visible. Uh, mostly the working place of domestic workers, it's uh, close to wall. It is within four walls. So, so the exploitation, abuse, and the problems they face is within the four walls. So some very rarely the cases of their abuses is reported out. So um, Mr. John, who witnessed this struggle of uh, these domestic workers, started the movement, uh, listening to their stories, uh, forming them in small groups. And afterwards, it is spread it to 24 states. Now, at present, we are in um, we are active in 18 states, and we have uh, around 200 uh, staff working with us, organizing the domestic workers, they training them on their rights, uh, giving them awareness on their rights, and uh, also organizing campaign. And we also uh, uh, have a commitment towards protecting the rights of. Uh, child domestic workers. Uh, though in India there is a law uh, to ban children uh, being employed as as domestic work, as workers, uh, they, due to poverty and many other factors, the children are working in the home. Those children are also vulnerable to uh, exploitation, abuse and uh, many other problems. So we, we also rescue those children. We rehabilitate them in the shelter home. We are in four of our states. We have a shelter home. And in the slums, in the areas also, we identify the child domestic workers and form their groups. And we give awareness on their rights. And we motivate them to get enrolled in the school. And we support their parents. Also, we uh, organize awareness campaigns in the public place, in the railway station. We believe in uh, enabling the children also to participate, to give, to recognize, to promote the right to participation of uh, child right. So we uh, train these children. We identify the energy and the strength of the children, and they themselves have become a catalyst to promote child right in their neighborhood of their friends and their peer groups. We, the, um, whenever we organize programs, the children themselves, they plan, they execute, and they are part of this campaign program, and they address the media on the struggles of uh, domestic workers, uh, the child domestic workers, and the, they appeal to the government to pass minimum wage and to fix decent wage for domestic workers so that they are... Uh, second generation don't become child domestic workers. So like that, we are involved in different activities. The work with the children, I think, was something that really stood out to me when I visited your offices, because you're not just doing for them the fact that you are really organizing the children to act on their own behalf. And I think maybe just a little background could help. Some people may not realize that there's children, I understand, as young as eight, being working in a home, doing domestic work. And I understand there was one incident that really mobilized, maybe there were many, but I remember something that stuck out in my mind of a child that was actually killed in the home. I don't know if some people think it's just a very benign work that kids are working in the home and they're treated like family members, but that's not necessarily the case, right? There's been some glaring kinds of abuses of children. Yeah. 
there are so many incidents happening like that children are being brought from from the rural area or tribal belt because they are poor or their parents have no employment and the area is vulnerable to naxalite attacks so due to different various issues the children are being brought from from this area and placed in um, in the cities for works nobody knows what is happening to these children they within the four walls they face lot of struggle uh, struggles yes the, in one such incident a, a child domestic workers was uh, killed and uh, her body was hanging so the neighbors found and uh, it was reported so this incident uh, invited uh, public anger and media invited the act- activists to give their public opinion so the government was uh, attacked uh, for not uh, for being insensitive to the needs of the children so the indian government uh, included the child domestic work as child labor before in under the child labor act the child domestic work was not included as child labor so after this incident the, the government passed a notification that the employers who employ children as domestic workers in their homes will be punished and they will be fined and this the, the fine amount will be uh, deposited in the children's name for their future so like that uh, stringent law was brought so afterwards there was diminishing of child domestic workers but still the problem of the village the people in the rural area and the tribal area is vast so the problem still continues right i know you have various types of you have the adult workers people that are migrating you're working with a lot of populations but i think it's really impressive that in terms of the issue for the children you're working on multiple fronts trying to change the laws but also to kind of address some of the root issues that when children are working that way they're not getting education and so trying to help break that cycle by helping them to achieve education to know their rights so that they can be empowered and try to break that cycle. So you've talked about many wonderful achievements of your organization, but maybe you could tell us some of the things that you're most proud of that you've accomplished in your work. Yeah, well, the recent achievements uh, that we feel more proud is that uh, we succeeded to demand the government to include the domestic workers under the purview of uh, the act sexual harassment act because uh, as i shared already the struggles and the problems of domestic workers are are within four walls they are vulnerable to harassment uh, abuse and uh, sexual molestation but these uh, cases even uh, they are afraid to come out to report when they face uh, such problems because uh, of losing their job but then uh, when this uh, the law has included the domestic workers under this purview it is uh, it's a boost for the domestic workers to come out and uh, to report the cases so in that to include this domestic workers we have been instrumental uh, in lobbying with the government so we are proud of that also the government had drafted a national policy to the domestic work to protect the rights of domestic workers in view of minimum wage social security and uh, complaint mechanism and minimum wage so in uh, for that the government had set up a task force to draft the national policy so we were we were one of the members of the task force so that was also an achievement 
and also as i shared the also we have uh, achieved to empower the domestic workers the unionizing process of uh, domestic workers uh, now in uh, three years before we have we have started a process of uh, unionizing the domestic workers that is uh, to give full power to the domestic workers to in decision making to plan to execute and also to meet they themselves go and meet the labor ministers they voice out their problems and they uh, they have become leading leaders to lead the union and to address their issue to participate in campaigns to address the media so this process we had started 3 years before and now we have also floated a federation a national domestic workers trade union federation in that six unions are part of this federation it is a first federation only for domestic workers in india so this this has been a this process has been a struggle because the domestic workers with their background with their limitation we are able to train them we are able to motivate them empower them and they themselves come forward today to take up the leadership power in their hand and to promote their rights to protect the rights of their fellow workers so this is another achievement we have at present also the ilo convention as i said the india voted in favor of ilo convention in the beginning it was not ready to support the convention so we being a member of task force we also demanded the government to support ilo convention and now india has not ratified the convention so we organize many campaigns signature postcard campaigns we meet the higher authorities the labor minister and the you chairperson of upa chairperson nac we are part, we were part of nac to the government so by meeting different various bureaucrats ministers and parliamentarians we are trying to demand the government to ratify ilo convention so that is the ongoing process but we are happy that we have achieved to demand the government to vote in favor of ilo convention that's excellent i mean you're such broad based advocacy and it sounds like you're really building so much capacity and that you're being acknowledged that your voice is having an impact on the national level like that i think you've kind of touched on this in some of the things that you've said our curriculum here at the ub school of social work is very focused on the issue of human rights and it would be helpful if you could talk to us a little bit about how you incorporate human rights and children's rights this framework in your work i think you did touch on that but if you could explain a little bit more about that yeah the whole issue of um, promoting right of domestic workers and child domestic workers it is a human right is issue because uh, the domestic workers are denied their basic right as workers their contribution to the economy of the country and the development of the country is not uh, not recognized so we and decent living decent wage uh, fight for decent wage is uh, right to social security is uh, the whole issue is uh, uh, 
it's a human rights issue also the human rights conventions the un conventions ilo conventions to protect the right of domestic workers we as a national organization we also join hands with many other organizations and unions to to demand the government to ratify the conventions and to recognize human rights and also till uh, the child right the basic four uh, rights right to livelihood right to education right to development and uh, right to participation we believe in all, all four uh, rights and our activities our efforts and our the process we introduce everything to achieve this four uh, rights so we see identify our organization uh, very much identifies the issue of domestic workers and child domestic work as a human right issue Wonderful. So could you share an example of a success story of a woman or a child who has become involved with your organization? Because you really involve and build capacity with the people that you're not working for them, you're working with them. It comes across very clearly. So maybe you could share an example of how being involved with your organization impacted a woman or a child. actually we don't have a story of one or two persons or one or two children to share many of the people who have joined us were the members of our movement many years before and today with participating the constant training and the guidance we have been giving they have become the agent of change they have become a catalyst of change being part of the movement in that it significantly to talk a few of the leaders who are very much convinced of promoting their rights creating awareness and the rights of domestic workers are like uh, the victim of hiv positive so these uh, domestic workers uh, with the the stigma attached to them they are first of all they are uh, widows and they they are struggling to take care of their children they are fighting with their life in spite of this struggle they have joined our process we have initiated and they cooperate with the movement and today they are they have become the leaders to go around to the areas to organize and mobilize the domestic workers to participate in all the activities and the campaigns we plan for the domestic workers and they even go to meet the labor ministers the mlas mps to um, uh, to uh, Uh, raise their issues in the parliament and the assemblies so uh, their the energy and the enthusiasm and the cooperation they give to us is enormous and it is very promising very encouraging and even the children shared already few children who are task force who we have a task force for children they plan their program their campaigns and they participate and they uh, go to rescue the children and they address the media to promote uh, child rights and to protect the uh, right of domestic workers so that their children don't become the child domestic workers tomorrow so uh, in that is some few children are very very energetic and enthusiastic and they give their time and energy to promote their peer groups rights I think those are wonderful examples of success in terms of building capacity and really transforming the lives of the people that are involved with you. I really want to thank you so much for taking your time just in hearing all the things that you're involved with. We know you're working tirelessly and we appreciate you taking this time to share your experiences with us. Thank you very much for taking 
time taking effort to take our interview and get to know about our movement and we look forward to collaborate you've been listening to sister christy mary discuss her work with the national domestic workers movement on in social work hi i'm nancy smith professor and dean of the University at Buffalo School of Social Work. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We look forward to your continued support of the series. For more information about who we are as a school, our history, our programs, and what we do, we invite you to visit our website at www.socialwork.buffalo.edu.